confined is not is confined the word I'm wanting to use? Yeah, we're in like a confined room. The door is open, but it's just me and the other person. And I, I have kind of worked like this for the past three years. Um, so I feel very fortunate that I am one-on-one -on -one and it's just me and someone else because there are so many of you, and I'm speaking to my friends in this industry, that work in these big salons with six or eight stylists and when you have six or eight stylists then you have six or eight people in the chair if you're working on one person at a time um and i really think that what we do is so important we don't just cut hair it's way more than hair cutting or hair coloring we are literally day makers what is a day maker we are the people that you, now I'm speaking to everyone who gets their hair cut, you get to take a step out of your normal everyday life, um, depending on your haircut or the service that you're receiving, every two weeks, six weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, you're taking a pause moment from your life and you're coming to us for self-care, for relaxation, we facilitate positive touch, and it doesn't matter whether you're aware of it as a hairdresser or not, that is what we get to do every day. There are millions of stories about life-changing moments in a hair salon. It's like, it's the most beautiful and sacred thing that I get to do, and I'm so lucky, and I think that's what keeps me coming back day after day after day, even on the crappy days. like because I know that I'm making a difference in what I'm doing. And small business owners, this is a very scary, uncharted territory that we're in. So I'm a beauty professional, I'm a small business owner, and I have so many questions. Um, my number one priority is the health and safety of the people that are in my chair, but we're in this like fear of the unknown and I'm an anxious person. If you ever sat in my chair, um, I've told you, I get, I get a little panicky about things and I am not even gonna fib. I had a total straight up meltdown on, all the days are running together. Sunday, 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 Sunday. I had a meltdown on Sunday and it makes me human, right? Uh, because of the fear of the unknown. I have no idea what tomorrow's gonna bring. And that's why it's really important that you are living in the moment. And I preach that all the time about living in the moment. And But sometimes it gets the best of me. And it's because I have the loss of control over my situation. Look, I don't, I could, tomorrow everyone could cancel on me and I would have no business COVID virus or not, COVID coronavirus or not, like for whatever reason, people could just not show up and there goes my livelihood. So there are so many things out of our control. This is just a reminder that we can't control. We have no control, but this is what I did in my stress response. I stress cleaned my entire house from top to bottom, bleached it like a crazy person, there's no virus or even a germ living in my house right now because you know what? I can control my environment and that's what I'm going to do.
Another way I deal with that, what did I call it? When I get all panicky is, um, I really love to watch Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. It like takes me back to my childhood. It's like happy time in my life. And Mr. Rogers is amazing and I wish he were alive right now. But um, he, there's a quote by him, I really should have looked it up. Something about managing, having your emotions be manageable because we can manage them. I mean, every it's normal to feel this way right now. So if you're feeling panicky about the situation, I'm with you, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, all you people out there, we have no idea what's coming in the coming days. So um, if you are a hairdresser, I want to hear from you and what's going on in your state. Are you open? Are you closed? What are your plans of actions? Um, I really want to build a sense of community around this because we are not alone in this. You, if you're watching this, I'm pointing at you. You are not alone in this situation. We are in this together. Um, and what really snapped me out of my panic the other day after watching Mr. Rogers, episode one, it's black and white. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, was to realize that I wasn't alone in this situation and that it's not just happening to me. So everyone is going to be understanding it going forward. And that is what I'm putting out there because I'm trying to maintain a positive attitude. Um, I take the spread of disease and infection control so seriously, but you know, I've upped my game. I really, I feel like, who's his, what's his name? Sheldon Cooper right now. Like it's like, I feel like I'm breathing more Lysol than I am oxygen at this moment. Um, I also see this as an opportunity for education when it comes to the cleanliness of your environment. So this is not just hair salon related, but I'm gonna use a lot of stuff that I use in the hair salon, and I'm gonna explain a lot of the stuff that I have on the table. And if you're listening to me, I've got all the goods here that I clean with. I'm so serious about the cleanliness of my shop um, because reducing the risk of a spread because we're in such close proximity with somebody is a very real possibility. I'm gonna start with a really gross story, really quick, really gross, and it has to do with waxing. Um, if you've ever had your eyebrows waxed in my salon, there's no double dipping of the wax. And I know this is a thing and everyone out there is getting cringy if you know what I'm talking about or even what I'm about to say, is that when you dip that wax stick in and apply it to the, the brow, in this case, throw it away. It's a one-use thing. There's no way to um, sanitize it, nothing, nope. Mm -mm. Because if you touch that to somebody's skin and stick it back in the wax pot, you've now contaminate, contaminated an entire pot of wax. So if you are somewhere where they wax down there and they double dip while they're waxing down there and then you come into the next person, don't know what happened, and then you get your eyebrows waxed, who knows? Herpes in your eyebrow, 
just a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's really a thing. You can like look up these stories. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or cringy, but this is what I think about on the daily. Personally, I went to a nail salon when I lived in California before I was into the stuff and I got a pedicure and I wound up with a fungus under my toenail for months and it took me forever to get rid of it because one, I'm gonna call them out, one lazy professional, quote unquote, didn't do their job to clean their environment before the next person came in. And that shit pisses me off. It's hard for me to go in a nail salon sometimes. I'm real picky when it comes to it. I check everything, I can't help it. So, the real reason you're here is I wanna explain the difference between sanitization, disinfection, and sterilization. There's three different things and I utilize most of them and I'm gonna say most, I'm gonna let you know which one I don't use. Um, so, so what is sanitation? Sanitation simply means cleaning, removing any visible dirt or debris off of a surface. So um, I was making a joke earlier when I was doing a haircut and the hair is falling on the cape. And I was like, look, I'm sanitizing this cape and I'm just wiping the hair off of it because I'm literally just removing the dirt and debris. And I think a lot of times when you hear sanitization or san to sanitize, it sounds like it's so much more than it is, but that's not the word you need to zero in on because it's simply cleaning. Like it's just removing the dirt off of a surface. So if you think about this and you're at home and you've just cooked a meal of spaghetti, okay? Cause you know, the sauce and the, the stuff gets everywhere. You can sanitize the top of your uh, stove because when you're cooking, it splashes out red sauce and meat and it gets everywhere. It's messy. Why is spaghetti so messy? When you wipe the surface off, you're sanitizing the top of your stove. But disinfection comes next. Disinfection is the de decontamination process that kills most microorganisms on non-living surfaces. So sanitizing or to clean is like soapy water. You can just soapy hot water, that's sanitizing, cleaning. Disinfection comes with an EPA standard cleaner that can kill most. And I say most because you can't guarantee that it's all gone. Most microorganisms on non-living surfaces. So you can't use these disinfectants on your skin. You should not be using these disinfectants on your skin. And they need to be EPA registered. Um, the third one, I'm gonna come back to this in just a second because I'm gonna explain each one and how they work and what they do. Sterilization, this is the one that I don't utilize and I'll explain why. Sterilization is the complete elimination of all microbial life. So um, to completely eliminate, I am going to take a little cheat here because I have it right here. 
Sterilization is the complete elimination of all microbial life, including spores, and is necessarily only when surgical instruments cut into the vascular layers of the body. I'm not doing that. So there is no need for me to sterilize my implements. I sanitize them, I clean them, I remove all of the hair and all the dirt, debris, and all the buildup and hair products, then I disinfect them. So, the main things that I use here in the salon are barbicide, and I took a, it's like so awkward to read, like, this is barbicide, so, can I let you in on a secret? I'm going to take a secret pause here, I'm sorry, there's somebody sitting behind this camera, and he's doing all of these things, distracting me, okay, barbicide. Earlier, when my, oh my gosh, this week has been one year too long. So earlier this week, I took a online quick course to be certified in barbicide. Um, it's a thing that we can do at any point in time. Um, go on their website, bar, I think it's barbicide. We'll link it somewhere around here, you know how we do or what he does. And um, I think that any time there's an opportunity for education is awesome. Like you, there's, that's the one thing that people can't take away from you is your knowledge. So I was like, well, hey, you know, these are steps and things I do all the time. I could probably recite most of the back of this to you before I took this test because I'm that serious about it. Um, it's two ounces to 32 ounces of water. Two ounces of barbicide to um, the concentrate. This is a Mod Pod. This is the most genius thing. Don't go Tide Pod me with these because you really get sick. Um, so the way this works is, I should have did a demo. I should have had clear water in here because it's really fun. But these little pods are really great. They're already pre-measured. You drop it in there, water, boom, done. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. In fact, when I had my first inspection from state board before I even opened my salon. Like I remember it as vivid as a vivid could be January 12th. State inspector Steve came to see me. I'm not even kidding. That's his name. And uh, he comes in, he goes, Oh my gosh, your barbicide is perfectly mixed. And I was like, yes, two ounces to 32 ounces. He goes, he says, how do you know that? And I said, well, I just read the directions. He said, oh, okay, most people don't do that. I'm like, well, most people should because this is what we do. So back to Barberside. I'm sorry about that short break. We had to pause to sanitize. <laughs> we don't want anyone getting sick around here. So back to Barberside. Um, I prefer these little mod clean pods simply because I met the guy that created them and he was super cool and I'm nerdy and I love the cleanliness of my job. Lysol is aggressive. And Lysol makes me think of poop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have been, I'm going to move on to Lysol. Barbicide's not as interesting as Lysol right now. You can't find this shit in stores. This is like liquid gold and I keep spraying it in here. The only time I've ever used Lysol was to cover up the smell of a bathroom. But in the recent days of this COVID crazy, 
I have sprayed it like Sheldon Cooper on every single thing. Someone gets up out of the chair, spray it with Lysol. Someone gets in the shampoo chair, spray it with Lysol. Someone gets out of this chair, spray it with Lysol. Someone signs their doodad thing to pay for their service, spray with Lysol. I am living in a cloud of Lysol disinfectant spray and I feel like, <laughs> this is real life you guys, this is who Lara is, I feel like I'm a turd because I feel like it smells like poop in here and it doesn't, it's just keeping things clean. I hate Lysol. But this is my rant about all of these cleaners and I'll talk about them in just a second. Because they're EPA approved, did I mention the guy behind the camera? <laughs> Messing everything up? Okay, back to Lysol. I'm gonna spray him <laughs> if he acts out one more time. So, have you ever actually read the directions or looked at the back of this? I know it's like not convenient because it's like the smallest letters in all of the world, but we've talked about sanitizing and we've talked about um, disinfection and sterilization. So obviously we're not doing the sterilization part, but the disinfection part, you have to follow the manufacturer's instructions. And so for each of these products have different um, times that they need to stay on the surface. I'm gonna read this to you so that you know. To sanitize, you know what that means, to clean. Surfaces must remain wet for 10 seconds and then allowed to air dry. This is Lysol. That's to clean it. To disinfect, surfaces must remain wet for three minutes, wet for three minutes, and then allowed to air dry. I'm gonna let that sink in for you for a second. Are you using your Lysol properly to combat all of these diseases that everyone is so worried about? Because 99% of the people that I've talked to in the last like four days when I talk about Lysol don't know how to use it properly. Seriously. Honestly, I couldn't tell you one person that sat in my chair, I'm on a soapbox. I couldn't tell you one person that sat in my chair in this last week that knew how to use Lysol properly, except for spraying it when they take a poop. I'm serious, it's no joke. Serious, all right, back to Barbicide. That's gonna mess you all up. Quaternary ammonium. That's what this is. So the directions for use, and if you are not mixing it properly, which State Inspector Steve told me that he hasn't met a lot of people that know how to use it, you want to sanitize, clean your implements, and submerge them for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, if you leave it longer than 10 minutes, um, your plastic instruments have the potential to get melty and gooey inside of this container. The one I love to use the most, and I use a lot of this, is called Clipperside. It is a germicidal, fungicidal, pseudomonial, pseudomonocidal, tuberculocidal, and virusudial. Hey, I got quaternary ammonium really good. Ammonium, yeah, ammonium, I got it right. So, this disinfects and lubricates your clippers. Um, it's effective, bacterial, fungicidal, all the things I already mentioned. Um, but here's the part that I 
don't hear a lot of people say. You want to thoroughly clean your clipper blades, removing any organic soil. Hold can upright six to eight inches away from the surface with the clipper turned off. Split clipper side through the teeth of the clipper blades covering all surfaces after each use. Keep surface moist for 10 minutes. I said the word, get over it. And allow to air dry. 10 minutes. You cannot spray this on your clippers and turn around and use them. They're not disinfected. Barberside also makes Barberside wipes and they are a two minute, um, I can't remember the word, two minute, um, what's the word? Like all these things have to have 10 minute times, two minute times, it's not coming to me right now. And then Clorox wipes, also liquid gold, probably as popular as toilet paper right now, if not, should be. Um, and I know that a lot of people are like, oh, but it says it's for the human coronavirus. Well, not this one. I don't know. We don't know. This one is so different and it's so fast acting and look to your doctors and scientists and those people. All I can talk about is the cleanliness of your situation here. To clean and remove allergens, wipe surface clean with this product and let air dry. I am totally 100% guilty of using a Clorox wipe underneath a paper towel because I'm like, I don't wanna wait. But if in this time of not knowing and the spread of disease and this virus, it's really important to follow the directions. Um, so to disinfect non-porous surfaces on Clorox wipes, the surface must remain visibly wet for four minutes. That's for all of these products to work properly. And these are things that I already thought about and I already know. Um, my friend downstairs, I stocked her up. She's got barbicide spray. I gave her clipper side spray because, you know, I, I know it's just, it's us in the beauty industry, but the health and safety of our fellow humans, it's important. We need to love each other and take care of each other. And I want you to know that when you come into the purple chair that I'm already doing all of this. Now I'm just doing it in front of you. Um, public cleanliness, someone called it being publicly clean. I feel like the biggest germaphobe spraying my entire chair down with Lysol after somebody gets out of it, but I want, I'm trying to do it in a way that you know that it's happening because it already happens. I want you to know that it happens. So with all of the crazy that's happening in the world and um, this time of uncertainty, like who, we don't know what's happening from hour to hour, day to day, and don't get caught up listening to the news too much because it's gonna give you a melt. It's gonna give you a meltdown, like it gave me a meltdown. And you're gonna, if you're gonna clean, follow directions, because oh yes, I have one other thing I need to tell you, and I'm, sh I'm not even gonna assume that you know it, but bleach. Make sure you mix it to the proper. Read the instructions on the bleach. Mix it to the proper ratio. It's not this much bleach to this much water. It's like this much bleach to this much water. I don't know the exact amount, but look it up because it's really important. And don't mix your bleach with a, sorry, 
microphone. I sprayed it with Lysol before we started. Three times. It's my favorite number. Don't mix your bleach with ammonia. Then you really have a bad day in your house. <laughs> Dead. I'll share that link, or I'll share the, the, the do not mix list with you guys on my social media. But we need to come together, maybe virtually for a while, but because we're going to get through this. And I'm here for you. And you're awesome. And we're going to get through it. One day at a time. I need to take a deep breath. Putting myself in the moment. The power of now. Thank you for hanging out with me while I went on my crazy rabbit hole about cleanliness and the COVID-19. Um, I want you to stay well, stay healthy, take care of your family, do the right things that are right and good for yourself and for you. And oh, I could repeat that a million times, but thank you for hanging out with me. Um, I hope a lot of the information helps. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything that I've mentioned here, um, leave me a comment, share this with your fellow humans. They need to know this information. It's really important. Um, like, share, subscribe, all the stuff. Uh, if you want to know what's happening around here at the Purple Chair, or if we're still open, uh, check out us. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and our website, thepurplechairsalon.com. Thanks. Stay clean. Stay healthy. Yep, that's all me right there. I'm a turd. I f smell poop in here all the time because it's fucking Lysol. Poop. Seriously, how many times have you ever used this and it smells like a turd in here right now? All I can smell, I feel like I can taste poop because I can smell Lysol. You're still recording me, aren't you? God. It's going in. Oh, God. It's serious. Like, when's. Answer me, Scott behind the camera. Have you ever used Lysol for anything other than taking a poop? Omnidirectional microphone. I've never used Lysol for anything other than taking a poop. It's true. <laughs> but it doesn't... Okay, it does kind of remind me like the smell of poop. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the bathroom right now. We are in a bathroom right now. A vortex of COVID-19 Lysol poop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.